Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything, Mr. Curiosity. Hi, folks. I am Joseph Snedeker, and this is my anchor voice for the podcast called Mr. Curiosity Brown Bag Monday. How does that sound, big guy? Listen, it, it, you sound just like my mother. <laughs> Is that how I talk as an anchor? <laughs> All right, so I'm here with two professionals. We have Michael G. Stanton from Bold Gold Media, and we have John Meyer from WNEP-TV. And the funny part is I do that voice because, and I'm not trying to be humble. I'm really not, and it shows. I'm the guy with no background in broadcasting or journalism, and you two are stacked with it. But in, theory, though, but in theory, though, now you can't say it because you've been in broadcasting for 30 years or something. So right. you technically are. Yeah, but you guys took all those journalists. Some classes, yeah, that, writing, yeah, speech. Yeah. I took one speech, one writing comp in college. That was it. And I even tell. took the and course. And you can tell. I know. That's the whole point. <laughs> I even took the course in college to learn how to talk like a broadcaster. Is that true? And it actually was really funny because I went to Syracuse, and there were lots of New Yorkers and guys from Boston that were in the class yeah. with really strong accents. Oh, right, right. And to see the professor try to get them have broadcast English was hilarious. So Ooh. they really did that? They I didn't did. know that. They did. There's I a thing, they so did. there's a thing called ever, broadcast they voice. They did. Well, there's a lot. Of, I, I guess so if you listen to national broadcasters, there's very, very few that have an accent. Like you're not kind of not supposed I get to that, tell where I mean, you're from. Regionally, there's there's... But I guess the reason I did that to mock you, Michael G. Stanton, because you're a professional. You're my buddy for 50 years, and you're yeah. gonna, I'm turning the podcast over to you. You've got the golden pipes. You've got the looks. Wow. You're going to spearhead this podcast. Really? It was his idea he, to say Snedeker. It's all on you? Wow. Yeah. Well, he told, he's his idea. Listen, what I wanted to do was because <laughs> Mr. Curiosity is talking to you, John. He's talking to everybody else in the community. Okay, well, what about him? What's like? What's some? What makes him tick? Like you, you know, yeah, but you know, I feel like a jerk yeah, doing that. So that's, well, why, that's why. Well, this is why I said. So you don't feel like a jerk. So I come in here and I, you don't feel like a jerk. I'm just <laughs> turning the tables on you. Yeah, but um, I want to say I this. I can help you out with that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I want to say this. Let's do it with bike ride, yeah. the telethon, and St. Joe's sure. in mind because John's a part of that. I'm a part of right. that, and you'll be the big guy leading the interview, and then. For the last 15, 20 minutes, we have to do brown bag. We have we to have answer. Because yeah. that's become a thing. That's what <laughs> it's become a thing. It has become a thing. <laughs> this is what people want, the weird questions answered. And and this is the this is the this is the uh, um what do they call it? The kind of cliffhanger? Boom boom and ding ding. Do you know who that is? No, I never told no. them that story. Okay, so that will be coming up at the end. <laughs> okay, so we have that hanging up. There. And Budsy. <laughs> and Budsy. Budsy. Mike, we can't get too deep in the weeds. This is uh, only listen, a half hour, oh, 45 go. minutes. All right, so <laughs> I feel like we're going in the weeds. <laughs> all right, so the bike ride, it started when? So the, the date that this, wait a minute, is that the date that this airs or soon after, yeah, the bike ride will begin. But you're talking about the original. The original, yeah. So what I need, I actually do need help to remember all this because there's still a gap and it's over 26 years old and I kind yeah. of forget, but I think it started in 19... 97, 8-ish, when I was still a high school science teacher. Oh, wow. Yeah. So so you were still part-time? You were part-time. I was part-time here. You were on the I weekends. I worked weekends, and yeah, that's right. how it started, because you know I have low attention span. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he apparently it's knows very, that. It's I very can't sit short. Still, so, no. so I'm a science teacher by, by the, but then here comes summer vacation. Right. And I was working here part-time on weekends, but, like, what am I going to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Right. 
So I can't handle that. Yeah, right. So I was going for my master's degree at the time, but I'm like, I like riding a bike. Let's do this to fill in a week during the summer. I have some time off. Let's do something good for humanity. So that's where that, that's how that started. So yeah, I because was still the weekend guy, and I went span. to our news director and I said, "Could I do this bike ride?" And uh, you know, I'll, I'll, it'll favor a charity. He suggested the charity because St. Joe's already had a relationship with WNDP at the time. Right. And I said, "Yeah, I'll have people donate a penny a mile, and I'll bike to the East Coast, the Atlantic City right. uh, shoreline." And, and he, I'm not going to say his name, but he was like, "Oh yeah, that's fine. Go ahead." It's like casual, like, yeah, if that's what you want to do. So I promoted it only during my weekend weather forecast. Right. So I would do the weather, and then I'd say, hey, by the way, in uh, three weeks, I'm going for a bike ride to the shore. If you want to help out St. Joe's Center, how about a penny a mile? You know? Uh, and and, and, and I'll, I'll do the bike ride on a Monday and maybe get there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It was very loose. So that's what happened. That's how it started. But there was no, and I don't mean this in a negative way. There was no like commitment from WNEP. It was like okay, yeah, but that was okay. Weekend weather guy, and I can see you as the weekend weather guy, just going in and saying this. The news director was like, "Go for your ride, yeah, go for your ride." ride. That was even. Did they even have cameras go along with you? So the first bike ride, no cameras. So they didn't even really cover no, it. I, I, they didn't cover it because why would they? It was wow. just a weekend weather guy going for a bike ride, and he mentioned during his forecast for weeks that he's going to the money he gets is going to donate to a charity, St. Joseph. I think, as a matter of fact, on one of your first rides, you would call in because I was working at the radio station at the time in Honesdale, and I think I had you on a couple times. I called to promote it at this. Uh, yeah, when actually when you were on the ride, right? Yeah, yeah. But here's the funny part about that, the irony. So I start the bike ride, and I'm, um, I, I forget how long it took. The first one was maybe just two or three days. Then so many people were calling the station saying, where's Joe? How's his bike ride going? And the oh, station's right. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> they didn't even know <laughs> no, you were no. riding. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they knew, That's but they're funny. covering fires yeah, and accidents sure. and murders. You're and just biking. I'm just a weekend weather guy. So then they're like, we better cover this now. So then they sent a photographer down there to the oh. Atlantic City um, Resort. I forget where I finished, but I think it was one of the casinos at the time. And there was a huge crowd from WNEP land. No kidding. All over NEPA that were waiting for me down there because they heard me talk about this for right. weeks. and. Then it became a news story because now let's send a camera crew down because there's hundreds of people waiting for Joe to show up in Atlantic City. Right. So then it became a thing. <laughs> and they had donations waiting for me there. So the people made this happen, honestly. Right. It's so funny because just this morning, Joe and I were having a conversation about how our viewers drive so much of what happens on the morning show. Yeah. They They'll do. send oh, in sure. they send in chickens. Next thing you know, it's the summer of the chicken. Pointing right. pictures. But this is a perfect example <laughs> right. of that. This you is... go for a bike ride. Yeah. They, they turn hop on board and show up in Atlantic City and the station realizes, whoa, yeah. this right. is something. And that's the way the best things happen. Because what if it didn't happen that way? What if I said to management, now I want a photographer to film me while right. I pedal my bike. Right. And I want to be live at six. That'd be a jerk. Jerk move. Right? Right. Yes. So I th- and I think I would be to, the jerk. to John's um, point, I think, and you, Joe, when you started it, like because you're not taking yourself too seriously. Right. That you, you are then part of the community or you're then part of the whole region yeah. that people say, oh, okay, well, he's a regular Joe. 
and he can live next door to me, you know. Yep, yep, yep. And so I can relate to him because there's a lot of stuff that, you know, you don't like and they don't like and you get people that, you know, they're against you, whatever. But when you bring the community in to go on that bike ride with you, because I think that's what they're doing. The, the entire community is biking with you. And they said, and I see it that way. And, I do. and people are very generous if there's a good cause. If you just say, um, I'd like $5. Like, who cares? Yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you have a great cause and you do, I think people love being part of that. And I think, yeah, that's a big part of it, don't you, too, is that you do this ride. People start getting interested in it. And then as soon as they realize what they're helping, yeah, yeah. they want to do more. Yeah. And I think you're right, too, though. They do see me as just a local guy. Yeah. And I'm very proud of that. You yeah. know, because I hate stuffiness. I hate fakeness. And I'm just an Up Valley hack. That's my new title for myself. <laughs> an Up Valley hack. Who has a good job here at WNEP, loves science, loves meteorology, and loves to bike. So it's a great marriage of all things. And you love wearing ties. <laughs> Who would, John, do you like I, that? I just thought when we started, actually when we started this, I was like, why do I still have my tie on? Why? I don't know. I hope in the future, you know, you see people down the Jersey Shore speaking of in the 1800s. You ever see these pictures? Yeah. The all women are formal. The guy have top hats on. Yeah. Is this what we're going to look like in 100 years now? They're going to say, why did that guy have a purple thing around his neck? No, see, I think... The, the, he looks the, great. He's professional. He's right. handsome. Tie, I get all that. The tie is, is going to be timeless. And it's the, timeless? And the button-down shirt is timeless. There are going to be anomalies. You are an anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Would you wear a top hat down the Jersey Shore, though, on an ice summer? I don't know. No, I don't know that I would. I don't know. I don't think so. And then your wife, don't show your ankles. That's the work of the devil. Right. Oh, no, that's a little extreme. Yeah. Because everybody's showing their ankles and much more. But to totally answer your question, so then the second year of the bike ride, I was hired full-time here. Oh. So that year, I started in, like, February, March. I don't think I did a bike ride because it was like I'm in full-time mode. And then I revisited it the next year. It was something like that. But it was in the fall. It was in October to Niagara Falls. There's a a weird disconnect there. So that's why it's not 26 continuous years. It's 26 bike rides. But I think it's like 28 years or 27. Right. And obviously then you're not thinking 26 years later, you're still going to be doing this ride. And it's going to be raising hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's just so bizarre. It is. Yeah. But I think now you have – it's better now because you, you stay in the area. So you're cruising through the neighborhoods, the towns, as opposed to saying, hey, I'm here and I'm going somewhere so far away, nobody's going to see me. But, Mike, I love you, and that's true. But at the same time, the negative to that, what if Santa Claus came to your house every, every day. month? Well, that It'd could be, be fun. great, but I sure. guarantee you after three months, you'd be like, get the heck, get yeah. your bag and your presents yeah. and get out of here. No, that's true, maybe. So the reason we used to choose different locations, uh, Washington, D.C., uh, uh, Mount Washington in New Hampshire. We would choose different places because it would add a little exotic nature to the bike ride. Right. And then only on key years, Gojo 10, right. Gojo 15, Gojo 12, then we do it in the area. So I'm afraid right. if we go- keep going in the area every year, it's going to be like, oh, See, him again? Right. But I also think if you go somewhere far, there's more of an, a, a perception or a, a reality check of how far it is. If That's you're just true. going, if you're going, okay, you're going. Strucka, you're going Susquehanna, Lackawanna, Luzerne County, whatever, Columbia County, and you, they go, oh, okay, I could drive there. And it's easy. Yeah. Going to the Jersey Shore, you go, wow, that's a trip. It, it appears to be more of a struggle. Correct. And that yeah. raises right. more money, too. But, sure. yeah, you can't beat the community effort, too. Right. 
but you're right about that. And a lot of people, when I am biking from community to community, they forget that I'm a 57-year-old guy. <laughs> I'm not a professional cyclist. You know, it's like when the Steeptown Marathon occurs, if you were to stop those people right. every block and say, hey, come on over here. And then right. they're get back on the road. And then you, yeah. you run another five miles. Hey, come no. on over here. No, that's no. So it, that's the struggle for me. But you can't complain about it. Like, oh, I have to... I have to leave my bike and go to a warm welcome in Shikshini. My yeah. life is so hard. <laughs> right. So I can't complain. But and it's, let's, it's a let's, struggle. Let's be real. This isn't like Iowa, like where Mindy's from, or Florida, where Hills. you're riding flat. No. Right. When you look at your route on a map, it's like, oh, he's going from Susquehanna to Page right. Lake to, well, how many ridges and mountains are in right. the middle? And I don't think people think about how hard is that they don't going think up about and down these mountains. It's torture. It's torture yep. for me. It really is. And it plays in your brain and your body. And a lot of times this happens on every bike ride. I'll use Shikshini again as an example. I'm in Shikshini, and I'll be at the four corners, and there's a whole group of people out, and we're shaking hands and are donating money. And then the producer has – this is, doesn't happen anymore. He's like, Joe, I want you to go just you know two miles up the road. There's another group of people. Oh, well. And then come back here and then continue your route. I'm like – it's two miles to you. Right. I just bike 30 miles. This is a break. I'm not going to. No. Right. And then those people waiting two miles away think I'm a jerk. But mentally, oh, you can't right. just do that. Sure. Because every mile hurts, to be honest with you. Right. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to go two miles out of my way and then back on the route and then another two miles out of my way. It's painful just to think of that. So we try to keep it on route and we can't please everybody. It's the nature of the beast. Right. Interesting. Do you enjoy the training leading up to it? Because obviously you got I don't train. you got to build up. You just it's bike just, all the time. Just doing because I bike biking. all the time. Yeah. So, so that's good at least. Yeah. So I bike two, three times a week all year round, but I'll go for thirty miles, and then I'll go for a mountain bike ride for ten miles, and then two days later I'll go for another forty miles. But when you do seventy, eighty miles a day, that's a whole different thing. So right. that's a struggle for me. You know, I'm not Lance Armstrong. So why do you wear? Um why do you wear biking shorts if you're not really a biker? Is that or a, are you a biker? Is that a serious question? That is a serious question. You're not you like have all the gear. You're like all geared up. I didn't know we were going to turn in this direction. The, the, the spandex thing, I had to be, I had to have. If uh, your legs were fatter and not as in, in shape, would you still wear the spandex? Do you only wear them because you're in relatively good shape? I could shape? turn this whole podcast into a spandex. Because <laughs> so, it, it comes with a lot of flack. No one realizes all those things you do. It's not for, I don't know what they're thinking, show or anything. You can't bike professionally with loose clothes on. Number one, it's flapping. It's right. annoying. There's air currents going through your whole body, so you sweat, right? Right. And then that sweat sticks to your body, and you get hot, and then maybe you're going down a hill two minutes later, and all oh, that cold. sweat is evaporating, and you're cold. Right. You go from temperature extremes, everything's flapping. No. So the purpose of spandex is it's a second skin, and your sweat goes right from the skin into the spandex, and it taken away wicks away so you never feel extremely hot or cool it's like a second skin literally and of course you've seen those pads on biking spandex right i'm sure you need right in the crotch there's a thick pad yeah and that helps you from getting sore and chafing so you need all these things right so people you almost laugh. have to have that because that's what I always wonder after your rides. What about sitting on that seat the, butt, the whole yeah. time? So the first day nothing second day uh oh I uh -huh. feel this is getting the third day it's like oh Every crank, at least for me, hurts my rear end. I'm sure. Yeah, it does. By the third day. And then the fourth day, it actually starts to start going away for biological reasons. I don't know. Yeah, it might be a numbness. 
And then by the fifth day, it's almost gone. But yeah, that hurts. It does. Well, it's like if you run, if you're a runner and a guy, you need to tape yourself. What do you mean? You need to tape your chest. I didn't know this. You will bleed. What do you mean do you tape? You get like what? Like just the rubbing? It, yeah. You will bleed. On, oh, there. Yes. He's pointing to his chest. chest. Upper chest. Yes. You will, you, like, you need, to, like, uh, Band-Aids or but something. So there. do all, well, I'm at the Steam Tell Marathon, and I pull I bet. 20 guys off. I bet they're all. They're all taped up. I never realized yeah. that. So yeah. you're bouncing. Right. And the T-shirt. And your chest is, muscles going and the, up and, and down. And the T-shirt is rubbing, and you will bleed. <laughs> were, yeah. were you a bleed? I was a bleed. Because you did the marathon, I did once. Right? When I turned 50, I did it. Yeah. Yeah. One and done, and that was fine. <laughs> so, to, so, but um, you really I, do need the spandex. I am not. No, but that's what that I'm saying. Up. So yeah. even it's though even the padding, skin. I would think that's moving all. You're no, you're no like, chafing. Right. Everything is pretty. It, yeah, no movement. Maybe that's another reason it could be tight. There's no movement. Right. Oh, nothing's, nothing's nothing is blowing and 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 wafting, and there's no scraping. Everything's wafting. just tight. Wafting. wafting. Yeah, it's just tight and He's perfect. He's a teacher. He's wafting. Yeah, and then all the and all the sweat just get wicked away. It's Wicks. perfect. Wicking. Wick, so when wicking. you're done, you go through this ride, and it's every uh, every mile's hell, pretty yeah. much. Every year, do you think at the end, I don't know if I want to do this again. Pregnancy is the exact thing I tell my wife, because we have three kids. You have three kids. Yes. Two. Two. Do you remember what your wife said after one child, or no? Like this is never happening again. Like, yeah, like the after. If you talk to your wife during the day after oh, pregnancy, yeah, yes, yeah, they're like they're done, done. Yeah, and right. then pregnant again, another kid. Yeah, pregnant. it's the same thing with this bike ride. I can remember like yesterday, at the end of every year, thinking I'm done. This is too much. I do not want to do this anymore. So what is your so? But you then have, it goes away. And you and come back for more. <laughs> so do you have an so do you have an end game to that point? Do you have like a number in your mind and you're saying, okay, when I turn sixty? No, but I'm hoping that's a great question to turn this into. Uh, see, any cyclist listening knows that all around the area, Philly, New York City, bigger cities, they have bike rides for MS. They have bike rides. Right. We have the Tour de Scranton, which is a small bike ride. Right. I want to turn it into something like that, like the Steamtail Marathon, where cyclists come from all over and participate in this St. Joe's bike ride. Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, that would be dynamite. So whether it's at Gojo 30, whether it's next year, or whether it's 10 years from now. So what are you, what are you naming an, it? It's an annual bike oh, ride associated with the telethon and festival. Right. And hundreds of bikers show up, and they do, I don't know, 20, 30 miles just that day. And then end up at the festival in Telethon. Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, that would be awesome. So it yeah. lives on. It lives on in a different way. Yeah. And if you get 500 cyclists each donating, you know, two, three, four hundred bucks, that's right. a lot of money. Right. So, yeah, I hope it lives on like that. And it's called the annual St. Joe's. St. Joe's. Go Joe. Well, it could be called Go Joe. Not narcissistic about me, but it's for no. Joe. No, but it St. could be Joe. Go, yeah, right. go it, Joe. Go right. Joe, yeah. Go for St. Joe's. So that's what I hope to do. Turn it into that. You just don't know when that year is. I don't know when that is. Because I keep having babies. <laughs> and I keep wanting more until I have one. And then I say that. It is it. fascinating, that analogy. Because I always was amazed at my wife when she talked about a pregnancy. Oh, I don't remember that. Any they, of the bad stuff. Could you, right. Any of the bad things. Right. Could you imagine dragging this life? No. No. For six, seven, eight, nine months. Then going no. through all that pain. No. 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 I no. complained like a baby when I had hernia surgery. If guys had to do that, no. the, the population, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. population would have died out a long, long would, time ago. We never would have done it. Right. It'd yeah. be a quarter of the population, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I yeah. don't know. 
I stepped on a Lego. That was painful. <laughs> How much worse could it be? I've stepped on Legos. <laughs> that, that is painful. That does hurt. That does hurt. Oh, you step on a bee in the backyard, you still go outside with no shoes on. <laughs> That's right. Wow, I stepped on a Lego. <laughs> Just imagine the ladies listening to this right now. <laughs> nah, we're kidding, <laughs> we're you ladies. We're kidding. kidding. No, no, no. You're awesome wait, what so, you do. So hold on. I will. If there's a hole to be dug, yeah. I'm going to undig the hole. Okay. I have, and I mean this 100% sincere, sincerely, and I've said this, I have the utmost respect for women having children. I don't know how I don't know how they do it. I mean, I am one hundred percent sincere on that. Holy moly! Yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of yes. evolution no. and biology. No, They're correct. just there. That's what right. You know, that's their function. No, but I am saying not the only that, function. I'm not saying that. Right, <laughs> but yeah, that's incredible. It is. Yeah, we would no. Yeah, we would have a problem. Yep, I think. Yeah, but the first one when your when your toilet overflows, your basement's covered in sewage, or there's something really nasty around the house, we do it. We right. have a value too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then they, it's not they, as, and it's not they, as good. It's not as high, <laughs> yes. maybe. But we still have a value. First we, to say, I don't know how you do that. So right. I mean, everyone right. has these roles. Yes. Yeah. Now, do we want to get to the brown bag questions, or do you have a couple more things so about the bike? So who is so boom boom and ding ding? You're gonna you're getting right to that. Wow. I'm going to that. Uh, well, I want to yeah to finalize the bike ride yeah. thing. Yeah. So John is a big part of the end game. This is last year was the first year. Didn't it feel like family that you, Mindy, and me? Since we're now the yes. morning team, we're all part of it, and we're all part of it. So these yeah, guys do the telethon cool. for two days. It is, it is really cool that we all unique. get to do this. Yeah, because in the past it wasn't like that, Mike. Right. And it feels John never worked now that us. I'm on the right. morning show and now the sponsors are back in the yeah. backyard during the week and stuff, it, it really feels like a whole morning team it, yeah. effort. Because yeah. Minnie and I have been and part of right? yeah. we've been yeah. part of coming out in the backyard with the sponsors and everything like that. And then we're talking about Mindy being with you when you start the ride. And, yeah. and so it yeah, it really feels like part of a team. I mean, you're doing the hard work, but it's it's fun to be part of it. I have a I have a tandem bike. If you and Mindy want to start on the tandem, we've done the tandem thing before. Now, remember when the Clarks did the that? Clarks, that, that was, was an epic year. Tom Joe and Six oh, I missed that on one. the yeah. tandem yeah. bike. That was a moment. And here's what a unique, great guy Tom Clark is. This is Gojo 16, 10 years ago. He didn't he didn't give me this information. I had to find out about it. Tom does everything professionally, and he does his homework for it. So. When he was asked to do a tandem bike with Noreen, he bought a book about tandem bike riding. Wow. And he, I saw it in the weather office once. I go, what's with that book? He goes, well, I want to I see what, all the proper routes and techniques in riding a tandem. He researched this and did his homework on riding a tandem bike. You know what? They're not, it's not just hop I on know, that but bad who, I, I, I'm thinking I'm like the complete opposite. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. do that if I lived to a million. <laughs> no. I would just grab a bike and go, let's go. But he researched it, too. found the proper elevation of the seat height and how to balance oh, wow. and maneuver. Yeah, he's just that kind of guy. So he's very yeah, professional and yeah, serious. Do that. that was Gojo no. 16. 16. But I wanted to ask John on the similar topic. So when you're doing the telethon, that's got to be grueling in a different way. That's how many hours of saying things about St. Joe's, asking for money. It's probably uncomfortable and grueling, correct? Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, it's nothing, Not compared, it's in nothing a, yeah. compared to what you do, uh, riding the bike. Uh, well, but, just, but it is, we, in the years past, some years we've done three hours on Friday night, three hours on Saturday night yes. uh, for the telethon. And I have to be honest, when I went into it and was asked to do it, I was kind of hesitant about because... I don't want to ask people for money. It's uncomfortable. It's a long time. It's a really, really hard thing to do. Right. But 
I visited St. Joseph's Center and did a story before the first telethon that I was involved That's in. That's what will change and your I life. I saw the people there, Boom. and I saw the help they were getting, and I thought if there's anything I can ask people to donate to, That's it. it's this. Yeah, right? and it does plus, change your mind. Plus, you see, people want to help St. Joseph's Center. And, and what I love, and I say it over and over during the telethon, is that there's people giving 1000 bucks. There's the sponsors giving five, ten thousand 10000 bucks. But what the beauty of what I think Gojo and this telethon is, is the amount of people that are giving 10, 20, yes. $50. And it's hundreds and hundreds of them adding up to big bucks. Yep, yep, right? yep. And, and that's, that's one of the things that I, I talk about a lot when we're doing the pitches and the telethon for people to call in is look, we know that there aren't a lot of people out here that can give big bucks, but they'll give. 20 bucks to help St. Joseph's Center. Yeah. And you get 1,000 people to give 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's that's the beauty of yeah. it. Yep. And that's the beauty of this. And so... Yeah, it is a community. It's a, it's a community event. And I think to, to your credit, the morning team's credit, that they feel part of your morning show. So they, it's, it's easier for them to donate because they feel that you are part of their community and they're part of your community. That's it, brother. Yeah. It, that's it. Yeah. It's what I felt in the years since I've been on this morning show is that the viewers aren't watching. They feel like they're part of something. Right. You're li- uh, you are really, literally in their living room they, and you're having, they you're having a coffee like, with Look them. at the stuff they're sending yeah. into Joe, yeah. these yeah, chickens yeah, yeah. and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's, cra- it's crazy <laughs> because they feel like they're part of it. Yeah. They, they want to. And, and so this, this is just an extension of that. And it is kind of cool now that I'm on this shift. Mindy and I get to be part of this telethon together. You're part. You're out in the road, yep. and, and we all get to yeah, this together. Yeah, it's funny. It's the it really, team it really out is. there doing our thing. You should be a part of it. How do? How oh. do I do that? Oh, how? Wait, <laughs> how do you, you do that? How could you become part of the morning show? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a little brown bag, shall we? Let's. Oh, boom, boom, and ding, ding were my oh, two yeah. gerbils that I had when I was a kid. Yeah, really. Boom, boom, boom and, and ding, 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 ding. And you wanted to ask something else? So yeah, these were two gerbils I had. You might remember better than I do because it was such a shock to you in my normal life. You mentioned Budsy. My Budsy. grandmother, when yeah. my parents got married, they they moved to Philly. Yeah. Okay. That was where the Snedekers were gonna were going to exist. My mom is from Simpson, just north of Carbondale. Big metropolis of. Yeah. So her dad dies before I was born. My grandmother, Budsy was lonely in Simpson and begged my father and mother to move back with her. Yeah. That's how we came back to Simpson. And then my parents had me. So I lived with my grandmother, mother, and father until my grandmother died. And then my parents took over their house. But this woman was, was she crazy, Mike? My grandmother, whose name was Budsy. Yeah. And and you're, she was old school Slovakia, broken English, broken English. Yeah. yeah. And your, your sister didn't even know until a few years ago that we called her Budsy. And I don't know. I don't know why we call that. But no, she was a little nuts. She would throw hot water water. on my friends. Why would she do that? (laughs) It was, did she not want you guys there? I don't know. I could like, yes. Like like pots of hot water. Here comes Mike over to my house to play. It could be on the porch. It could be kind of Why coming from the kitchen that? out to the porch. Did she not want you there? I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, Budsy. You think of, though, her asking your parents to come back changes the tra- trajectory Boom. of everything. Of everything, right? Because right? if you grew up in Philadelphia, you are not going to be who you are. <laughs> and you are right? probably. Don't you think? He's correct. not going to be the same and guy. And probably, you are probably not even a, a meteorologist. Well, uh, well, who knows what I'd be? See, because I think because of the fact that you were here, 
you were teaching here. No, I've always been was, a science geek. No, I know. Oh, you so 100%. I would have, yeah, so I would have majored in you, science somewhere in Philly. Something. Got you think you would have searched that out, or you would have been like a, a professor in college? Maybe? I don't know. Or maybe how about a member of a street gang? Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> no, that's not happening. We're glad Budsy got your fair to come back. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Budsy. Crazy. Crazy Slovakian So you guys have known each other since what age? Four? Four or five. Four. Oh, maybe, wow. Yeah. So it goes back. Like back. literally 52 years, maybe? Yeah. But why yeah. didn't my grandmother want you around? Why would she throw hot water on you? I don't but it was every. It was. It wasn't steady, it, was it? It was like someday she was friendly. Yeah. No. Sometimes she was like, "Yeah, cherry pie, awesome." And other times she would just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Snap. But, uh, and then the neighbor across was, the street, Mr. Oh. Nook, he was also old school Slovakian, he and he was a mean guy. Yeah. He was the guy, John. No joke. He would literally take anything that fell in his yard, and like that's an old story. Yeah. Like. That was the neighbor behind our house. Who are these people? They would steal balls and yeah. footballs and basketballs. and Our neighbor yeah. right behind our house, anything that touched his lawn, he kept. What, what? So when we'd play baseball <laughs> in the yard, we'd face towards the house, which meant we broke windows. Right. On the house, and my dad would go nuts. What are you hitting <laughs> baseballs towards the house for? <laughs> well, we'd rather hit it towards the house and break a window and deal with right. that consequence than deal with the guy that lived right yeah. behind Was me. he an old cranky guy? Yeah. Or? Oh, oh yeah. Like, so, what, so are we going to be old and cranky? Are there less old cranky guys? Rod. I don't know. There but, seems to be less old cranky guys around. Seems though, that compared way. to the seventies or eighties. Yeah. I don't know. That guy was cranky, Mike. He was, but he played. He would sit outside and he would play the accordion. Play the accordion. Talk about my life. Yeah. I mean, John, he would street. sit uh, across the street from where my grandmother was, and play the accordion yeah. and sing in old school Slovakian words. Yeah. This is the seventies. Yeah. Look at the face. That yeah. It amazes me. <laughs> Joe and I find a lot of parallels between each other, which scares me all the time. My grandma's Slovakian. Her parents were right off the boat and stuff yeah. like that. My grandpa played the accordion. Wow. So, yeah. Weird. It's just it is weird. weird. Good people, though. Great people. Great people. Yeah. yeah. Mike and I will bo both alter boys. What question? Yeah, it's time for Brown right. Bag Monday. Let's here see we what go. we got here. Now, are you going to read on. every one of these in your, in your radio voice? I'll, I'll, I'll use my mother's voice. Let's do <laughs> Caution, external email. See, uh, there it is, the, 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 the DJ radio. John, happy you're part of the morning team. My question is... Uh-oh. This is from Tom from Archbold. Do uh -oh. you dye your hair? <laughs> I do not dye my hair. Do you dye your hair? Listen, I like how you paused for so, the episode. So I'm going to, I'm going to add to that question. Have you ever lied on this podcast? I don't think well, everybody lied. lies. It's just to well, what no, degree. I just like, well, because then the, maybe that would have been but a little. You can see the yeah, gray. Yeah, you can see the gray starting to come. Do you? I told you that story. When you I used first to. started getting some grays, I tried just for men. I'm yeah. thinking, yeah. The, the commercial says, how, how did that commercial go? Uh, I forget, but it, it it hooked me. No play for Mr. Gray. Oh. <laughs> do you remember that? They said no play. Do, yeah. They'd have pretty girls going, no play for Mr. Gray. Oh. So I'm like in my early 40s. You're saying, saying give me a case of that. I'm like, what the heck? I'll throw Because I don't want this to, to, to. Yeah. But then it turned out it was like a crime scene in my house. I didn't want my wife to find out. Oh it comes gosh. with gloves because you put this stuff in your hair. I'm hiding, I'm wrapping the bottle up in <laughs> tissue paper, stuffing it in the garbage. I'm hiding the gloves. And then when you take a shower with the stuff, it squirts on the side of the shower. So then after I'm oh showering, my. I'm like, I gotta hide. 
And I'm like, who are you, Snedeker? Are you a phony? I'm not going to live my life like this anymore. So I stopped doing it. I felt like a fraud. So now, that doesn't mean if you dye your hair, you're a fraud. No. That's me. So here's, These here's are my, my story of dyeing the hair. <laughs> so the gray's starting to show up. My kids pointed it out that, Dad, you can see your grays on TV. Yeah. So there's an ad on TV for Just for Men, <laughs> shampoo, that you can use it and then just decide when there you've you go. gotten rid of enough. There you go. So my wife bought me some. Well, she said, right. if you want to try it. <laughs> so I, I thought, all right, I'll give it a try. Because if, if you don't like it with guy's hair, yeah. we grow it out and yeah, it's right. gone. So this was probably a year ago. Okay. So I tried it. <laughs> In the shower, you just wash. It yeah, says just, just wash, wash your hair, hair let go. it in for three minutes, and while you're washing everything else, and then rinse it out. So I think I used it two or three times, and same thing. I'm like, what are these spots on the? <laughs> oh wow! On the w- wall of the shower, and then my fingernails were turning colors. I was like, what is this stuff? What is this stuff? Yes, see. So. It's not for me. It's like a crime scene. Then you go hiding it, everything. You're like, I oh wasn't hiding it because she bought me this stuff. Right. And I was just like, but now you're. Well, why do I have purple nails? That's funny. The, so then I read the fine print on the box, like, don't use your fingertips. Like, you may want to wear gloves when you're washing because your hair. I didn't stain read, your skin. I didn't read yes, the directions so you have to put the, closely. So then you're putting gloves on, and you're like, yeah. you're like, counting because it's like three minutes, and I'm like, no. Here's the no. funny yeah. thing is, and I have to laugh. <laughs> about trying to get rid of grays. When I was first in this business and first a weekend anchor in Johnstown, PA, that was my first job on TV, the news director called me into the office and he said, so we're thinking you need to look a little more distinguished. Have you ever thought of like dyeing some gray into- That's really true. That is not a true story. did. Actually That is not a true story. Actually happened. Put some gray in- Put some gray in the sides to look a little older. (laughs) Really? Because he said you just look like a kid. Yeah, That's that actually happened. That's there's funny. lots of other stories. But you, about did that you have guy to do that? Or no? I didn't do it. <laughs> you did not do that. There's lots of other stories about him too. But <laughs> everyone has boss stories. I don't need to get That's into any so of them. Stupid. Yeah, that was a good wow. question though. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's some thin ones in there too. You don't always have to go for the big bulgy question. I just okay. I All right. Just so you know, there's a variety in there. Oh, I like the glasses go on every listen, time. I have this. Listen, I have Come old man. Come on, Gramps. What do you got this time? Wow. What? Wow. What? Ooh. This could be. This is from. Uh, I don't know. I, um, well, I mean, if, anyway. if it's, yeah, if it's a little vague. Your daily display of pictures people send reminds me of Hatchy Malachi. Remember Hatchy Malachi? I just don't think a news show needs this display. So this is our morning news where John Meyer and Mindy standing in front of the screen, and you go over all the people's pictures That's what of they what they mean. did over yes. the weekend or something. Yeah. First of all, did they do that on Hatchy Malachi? I don't, I don't know. Remember. There was the roller and stuff. The magic I, I don't. There was Wait. a morning show here at WNDP yeah. back in the 70s and 80s, if yeah. you're wondering what Hatchy Malachi is. But yeah. that was a an entertainment kid show. But, you but know, John, you, you you do get, I think there's some there's some flack for that, right? Oh, yeah, some there's pe- definitely flack. Some feel it's, it's frivolous. It's not new. Why do we need to see this? Yeah. yeah. And the reality is, is that it's a Monday morning. There's not a lot of news often that's happened over the weekend or that we have going to the morning on Monday. So it's just a way to have some extra content. The interesting thing is what it's grown into is lots of people all over the area showing us the events that happened where they live that weekend. We almost get every county in our viewing area represented, which is not always easy with 17 counties. So it's just a interaction with our viewers that we do for two minutes 
three times again, on a, it, br- a it brings it brings the community it brings, together. It, it makes people yeah. involved. I was at the yeah. Bloomsburg Fair. Here I am. That is news. So did they not like Hatchie Malachi? Throw that stupid Throw that aside. Yeah. I can honestly say because I don't do I don't follow news at all. When you guys started doing that, the very first thing I thought is, "Wow, this is great. This is cool." There's not a one neuron in my brain that said, why are they doing that? Who are these people? And the thing that I like Who about it, and this goes along with what I know our mentality is, is I love seeing people out taking advantage of yeah. all the great stuff there is to do around here. Yeah. They're right. showing us the festivals. They're going for hikes. They're kayaking. That they're, is news. Even in the winter, they're yeah. out playing in the snow. They're That's out news. There. It's Look it's, what they did after the snowstorm. So I end that yeah. segment. I'm just like, wow, this is a, this is a fun place to live. Yeah. You know, yeah. and we're just representing and, that. And what what the unfortunate part is, to your positive, did you ever see when somebody comes to, they move to the area and you're with somebody and you're talking and they go, why did you move here? Why Hate do you that. do that? Hate that. When I moved here and I went looking for apartments, there were so many people that said, so you're not from here? And I said, no. I said, why would you want to move here? Why That's not? Right. That's I got that from so many people when I moved here. And... It's and, incredible, right? And then I've lived here now for 20 years. It's annoying. Years. It's very annoying. Right. right. And, and it's so funny it's how many annoying. people think it's better elsewhere and that there's something wrong about here. We've stayed for 20 years because this is a great place it's to awesome live. awesome here. And a great place to raise a family. There's so much going for here, but there's definitely people out there that have a mindset of like, oh, well, this is just Northeast. Yeah, it's these people that are sitting in their house. They go – they. They travel around their block. They go to their local community, and they they don't go anywhere. They no. don't do anything. They don't do. Anything. They don't hike. They don't bike. They don't go to festivals. I think a lot of people who don't be offended if you're one of them. If you're a failure at life, you blame the area you're in instead of yourself. And I think that's goes oh, on. if you're a failure at anything, They're you like, blame oh, well, somebody the, else. Yeah, it's the area. Uh, it's really right. funny because it's it, every every um, Monday. It's not the area. No. I sort through these photos every Monday, and we get a lot now. It's like 200-some photos of people's fun weekend. But then there's always the comments that are in there. Oh, I moved to Florida, and I really miss Northeastern PA. They don't have any church bazaars down here. Right. I miss the mountains of Northeastern PA. So there's a lot going for us here. We We get to show it on Monday morning. Yeah. The grass isn't always. There's the answer to that. Yeah. The grass isn't always greener. I've been to a lot of grassy places. It's the same color. Yeah, but not if it's really hot. It turns brown. It does. It does. And sometimes it's more lush and thicker. I'll give you that. What? <laughs> There's going to be some of those my, things my, on you, you know about the bell? This is... Oh, yeah. If, if it's No, no, no. It's not... No. Offensive or inappropriate. No, no. no this isn't inappropriate. It's, it's more of a, a science question. Will a siphon work on Mount Everest? See, this it is just good. Seemed- Mount Everest, 29,000 feet up. The air pressure there is probably about... 20% of what it is here at the surface. So it will work, but 20% as efficiently. Okay. It'll be because it's working on air pressure. Because, well, a siphon, you suck the air out of the tube, and the atmosphere pushes whatever you're trying to siphon through that removed area of atmosphere. Right. But here at the surface, it's got 1,000 um, uh, millibars. But up at that height, it's only about 200 millibars. So it would push, but inefficiently. 20%. So it would be a siphon that is pretty slow and um, and less efficient. And that's Pathetic. so random. 
I, that's that's, that's the beauty. I, I, that's a that's, random. It's actually one thing I love about that. I know. It's, <laughs> is that we get a question like that. A siphon would work, but only uh, 20, 20% efficiently. We got another one there, big guy? What are you thinking? Or do, okay. Should we start picking? Are you going to be the picker the listen, whole time there? Listen, here. No, I, you no, have, I don't want to no, hog the show here. You no, have this is your show. No, you're our guest, and you have the golden pass. Yes. No, 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 no. I like him, him doing yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It's it's <laughs> listen, I'm going punctu- to use punctuation here, too. Stop the madness. <laughs> Give us the relative humidity in percent, not dew point temperature. What does that... Another science question. What does that even mean? Grow up with humidity percentage. Thank you, Lenny. Grow up, it said? No, he said he grew up with the humidity percentage. Here's the problem with humidity, and I need an hour to explain this, and you guys tell me if I'm boring you. The relative humidity is a nonsense term. No one should ever use it for the rest of their life. Here's why. Let's use today as an example. Let's say the temperature this morning was 70 degrees, right? Right. And the dew point was also 70. When the temperature reaches the dew point, condensation occurs. So it's foggy. The relative humidity is 100%. Okay. But it's going to go up to 90 this afternoon. So once the temperature leaves 70, which was the dew point, and goes to 80, 85, 90, what does the relative humidity do? It drops all day oh, long. right. Because warm air can hold more water vapor than cold air. So every afternoon, the relative humidity goes down because it gets warmer out. But guess what the dew point does all day? It stays the same. It's at 70 still. So is it more humid in the morning today than it was in the afternoon? No. No. Interesting. The dew point was still, the amount of moisture in the air stayed the same all day. It's just that at night when the temperature drops, it gets so cool that it condenses out. But that doesn't mean it's more humid in the morning. So if I tell everyone, oh, the relative humidity is 100%, it's 100% almost every morning. Right. That doesn't mean it's going to be a humid day. You, Would you rather know what the dew point is? Because that gives you an absolute reference. And you use the dew point <laughs> all the time. I do notice lots of other forecasters, too. Is that? Do you think it's just because it's a better way of explaining yeah, it's the coming, humidity? It's coming of and age, those, finally. those maps that they show the, now. The, like colors, show, the, the colors. The colors help. Because it's showing dry to tropical and all that in between. But the moral story is the relative humidity is high every single morning, but it's not, but there's no more moisture in the air in the morning than there is in the afternoon. It's just that the temperature's cool. So it seems like it's relative. It's a long story, but another well, big one. I want the little, put that back. We're going put for the, the little one. All right. What, was that a good one, though? I don't know. Let me, wait. <laughs> let me see. What if, what if that was a great question? All right, I'm going to see. Let me see. Here, read that one. I mean, it actually was a good one. Why did you? He liked the little one too. Here we go. I don't. I mean, so there's a. This little, is yeah. a good. John's gonna like this. Okay, one. Joe, have you ever met Dick Yingling? You talk about him every day. I was curious if you have even met the man. Thank you, Michelle <laughs> that, Stone. That's a great question. Dick Yingling. Yeah. Billionaire, Dick Yingling. Regular guy, owner. See, love that. Of Yingling Brewery. Right. Met him, but I just started meeting him in the last five, six, seven years. Great guy, fun guy, regular guy, dirty jeans, no pretentiousness about him. Showed me around the brewery, uh, met him on a bike ride, met him with my, I took my family down there once to see a concert. He happened to say, hey, come on over, I want to show you around. Know him, not that we're best buddies. He has my number, I have his number. We don't call each other or text. Can I get a tour? Yes. But here's the beauty of, of Dick Yingling. John knows this. Mike, you may not know this. In the forecast, we have a camera in, yeah. in Pottsville. Yeah. So whenever I show Pottsville, I bring him up randomly. 
and just say, Dick Yingling does this. It's all lies and fabrications. <laughs> and guess what his reaction is, John? What? He loves it. He loves it. He loves it. Well, because you said he's a regular guy. I'll say Dick Yingling today uh, is giving away 100 loggers to the, you know, to, for, for Easter morning. And he's going to have $100 bills hidden in them. It's just a joke. Yeah. He loves it. <laughs> Dick Yingling's up on the camera moving it around when we're showing our camera down there. It's not Dick Yingling. It just, but he loves it. He doesn't care. Yeah. Dick Yingling, to save money at the brewery, we learned, when it snows or is icy, he goes to Burger King and gets hundreds of salt packets <laughs> and sprinkles them <laughs> on the sidewalk so he doesn't have to buy salt and spread I forgot it. That I was one of them. Wow. So I, I, think, I think, though, <laughs> the, some of the beauty of the Dick Yingling becoming pretty much a character right, I forgot on about that show lie. is that he also represents why this area is special. He may be the richest person in the viewing area. Maybe. I don't know. There, there could right, be other right. wealth yeah. there. But he might be the richest guy here. But he's at the brewery driving the forklift. Right. He's shoveling snow. snow he's, he's cleaning yeah. the he's tanks. He's doing all that kind of stuff. And everyone in Pottsville tells, they see him all around. He's just a normal guy. He's walking on the streets. Yeah. yeah. And and that's, even the richest guy in the area is just, just yeah, another right. guy. Just another guy. Yeah. That's one of the things I love about this area. And speaking of how down to earth everybody is. And the bike ride this year, we're going to be with Dick Yingling when we're in our southern tier county. So get ready for that. Which Dick Joe Yingling says gonna... on the air all the time that Dick Yingling is going to be wearing a chicken suit. <laughs> I'm going to bring in the chicken suit. I don't suit. know if Dick, Dick I'm you... sure, has been told that by now, but we'll he see if that happens. He will put on the chicken suit. I guarantee you he will. So in lieu of water in the water bottles, would you ever consider a lager? You know this about me, Mike. I, I can't understand drinker. it. I don't drink at all. Yeah. I have, I'm not anti-drink, but I get yeah. no thrill from any uh, alcoholic beverages. Hmm. So Yingling, a beer is great. Yeah. But uh, no, I will not have any beer. A black and tan? No. no. Just not your thing? I'd rather have like a Diet Coke or a Turkey Hill iced tea. How about the fact that uh, Yingling, way back when, I used to make fun of my dad because it came in like the... Returnables and everything. And I'm like, Dad, that's like an old man beer. And my dad was probably 30. <laughs> John, do you know this? In this area, in the 80s, yeah, or earlier, even, and 70s, yeah. when you know, you're know you 18, 19, everyone kind of did it back then. You, you start getting interested in alcohol and you start sneaking beers from your dad and your buddies going to the woods. Yingling was a laughable. I brought this yeah. up in the podcast with the Yingling family. It was a laughable beer. Yeah. It was the cheap stuff, you know, all the, you know, the Coors and the Budweiser. That was the other. This was just like the cheap, funny beer. And yeah. I grew up in Pennsylvania, Western Pennsylvania. I never even heard of it. You never even heard I of it? I never even wow. heard of Yingling growing up. And in high school, college, never heard of Yingling. And then obviously, and we know that from the story of the Yinglings, then they took a different business approach and, and now it just they took a different up. business approach with the loggers and yeah. oldest, one of the first loggers I think in America. Brewery, and now it's like the thing the because thing. do you remember the re re returnable cases they were 16 ounce I think, I think 12 16 ounce bottles doesn't matter but they you put them back in the box is that right and I you take them yeah, you're right you take That's them right. back to the <laughs> distributor and you get you know, like whatever a dollar or two whatever the deposit was on it when you buy a, and then you you buy a new one but the bottles were all like because they're reused. Yeah, they're all scratched. Yeah, and scratched, dinged up, and the boxes were, were heavier. They, But, yeah. It's funny because I moved here 20 years ago, and honestly, that may have been the first time I really heard of Yingling beer. Isn't that something? And I think wow. since you got and, here, and that was right, right when they were right starting. Right when it started to blow up. Their yeah. big growth. And I did a podcast with the Yingling daughters, and they'll tell you the story, how it blew up. 
Yeah. And now it's, yeah, it's great beer. You it probably always was good beer, but it just had a yeah. reputation back but then. But then you couldn't even get it. I mean, that's how popular it was. You couldn't get it in bars or whatever. And now you can get it in Florida, California, Texas, all over the place. Yep. National commercials. and uh, Why are you laughing? What's going on there? You got a nice oh, question for got something. It's, it's a small one. So maybe the small is, ones are the ones a, that I get from a lot of people who just drop them off. Why are the mascots for kids' cereals always overly happy cartoon characters, but never lonely, cranky, depressed, or seeking help? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you why. Some boy, Captain Crunch, a depressed so, Captain Crunch. I just picture, because I still have kids that are, you know, kids serial <laughs> And I just picture her. <laughs> Do you oh. want some of the Mr. Crankios? <laughs> this morning. Hi, kids. With his whole crunch. Hi, kids. Look at my- it's a terrible day. <laughs> Would you like some of my cereal? Don't hit your ball on my lawn. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to play the accordion for you either. Come on, you're going to have a lousy day. Have some of my cereal. Well, I can't. Fred and Barney weren't exactly, maybe. I mean, that breaks them all a little bit, doesn't it? They yeah, were, but they were, they were just were typical fun. guys, though. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you? So you're saying Captain Crunch tricks the rabbit. Lucky, oh. yeah, they're all very, like, overly happy, but, though. But isn't everything in the they're, world of kids? <laughs> right. That's the point, like, to have a happiness and positivity. And you would, right? Why don't you, why do you want to start your day depressed? <laughs> so that's why you listen to the, that's why you watch the morning show. Because you want, you know, there's some that's, bad that's stuff, but you want to. So we said about lonely, a lonely, oh, depressed, why are they never lonely, depressed? Oh, look, kids, somebody, somebody ran over Tricks the Rabbit. They, they ran him over. Have some cereal. Like, wow. Where do you think that wow. person was coming from with Look, that? Look, hey, wow. let's start a new cereal. It's a Bipolar Larry. And he's <laughs> yeah. get, it's got little uh, chips of cookie. And, and you it pour it out. Some days they're happy and some <laughs> days they're not. Eat it quickly because he has an appointment at 9. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was good. I get, I'm making sure I picked another small one. Yeah. They, that one was... <laughs> no, they, they're not all, I'm sure. Well, listen, that... let's see how we're working with this. Uh... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wow. What? This is from Adoring Fans Need to Know. Ooh. Adoring Fans Need to and Know. You looked at John, so it's about him. Why? No, no, it's what? What is John Meyer's gene size? <laughs> Inseam, waist, etc. Oh, it's what else is there? Whatever. Yeah. What do you mean it's inseam, waist, well, let's, well, let, etc. No. Let's, let's play. Let's know. play the game. Guess. Now I'm a 32-30. Mike, what are you? I'm I'm on a 35 cusp. Okay, so John is a tall guy. I could bump with the 36. Guy. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I I'll be honest with you. I've never seen <clears throat> inseams over 40. Yeah, it's not that. Yeah, you're a okay. tall guy. You're like a 38 inch seam. I'm going with, and maybe why 38 in? Okay, I don't know. Tall. Okay. Ish. Oh, I thought you meant for some reason you said 38. No, like I thought you meant waist. Inseam. No, and the waist is probably. Uh, He's a 34, 30. He 34, I don't know. 38. I'm gonna, go thir- I'm gonna go 35, 36. 36 waist. 36 the, waist. The inseam is interesting. I'm tall, but most of my height is torso. Get really? out. So, so I can sometimes get inseam 34. What? Sometimes jeans will fit at 34. But what? I have trouble because 34 is right at the cusp. Yeah. And 36 is usually too long. And 35 a lot of times is hard to find. Yeah. <laughs> so it really, I actually, I have a challenge finding pants to fit right. Get out. Yeah. The pants okay, are the other, Here's another quick answer to that because yeah. I'm 6'6". 
is that finding clothes overall is really tough. I bet because you go to a store and there's lots of places to have big and tall. Yeah, and it's big and tall. Yes, combined, combined. Right. So you get a dress shirt, and I got to buy dress shirts all over the place. Well, I have a, a relatively normal size neck, sixteen and a half. Yeah, but the sleeves have to be thirty six, thirty seven. It's almost impossible to find that shirt at a store. And then the clearance because rack. most of it's like an eighteen yeah, or yeah, nineteen yeah. rack right. for a really big neck, going along with a really big and clearance rack hardly ever. Has yeah, I was just saying clearance rack never anything. No. So interesting. I never knew you were yeah. all torso. Yeah. Mostly, I mean, I got long legs. He's all torso. But, so here's what's going to happen. He, John's going to get up after this and he's going to walk, and you're going to be looking at him going, oh, yeah. He's going to be yeah, analyzing yeah. Yeah. Look at that torso And then he's, he's going to feel a little uncomfortable that he's that he's checking you out like that. <laughs> because he's I'm do so it. much taller torso-wise, that's why when Mindy and I anchor, I have a, a whole seat that's a different chair than hers. It's a different type oh, because right. it's lower. And then I even have to lower it lower just so that I'm not so much taller than her. Interesting. Sitting on the set. Oh, that makes so sense. So there, there's yeah. that. Yeah. Well, how about that? We're an hour in. This could be the last, last one. one. Last, last one. one. Here we go. Make it a good one. Or fi- if it's not a good one, we oh, may boy. have to fish for another one. I because we can't. There. We should have ended maybe on a torso. Maybe. You don't like it? Much? It's a big long it's one. It's a paragraph. We don't. Listen. No French words. I don't know. Do you want to? It's long. Winter. Too long. Too long? Too long. Let's Too get long. this thing and ban it forever. All right. It's gone. All Let's we have is three them, simple rules. Keep no compliments, short. no yep. French words, and no questions about birds. Is it that hard? Mike, you got to end, I think, on the, st- on oh. the strips. because the Yeah. What? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you giving them all of me? I don't know. That one's not relevant anymore. Oh, this one's not relevant. It's Elizabeth not relevant. Worthington question. Oh, yeah, They're still not, in the yeah. bag, and she left. Yeah. <laughs> We got a good ender I don't here. Know, I'm, I'm only. Too, um, Do we got a good ender? I think maybe. Okay, here we go. How many, how many of you have ever been in a police car? <laughs> now it could be for a traffic accident or something more involved. Elaborate. So I see what he means. When you're in a traffic car accident, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you, you, you know you, you go in this police yeah. car and you have to yeah. call your insurance company. They try to calm you down. I've been in that situation. I personally, haven't. I don't. I and maybe I, I've been in a police car just uh, doing a story. Like, stories don't something count. like that. But I don't know. I don't think so. I was in a car accident once. Uh, I wasn't driving, and the the police <laughs> took us back home, back to the. It was at a buddy's house in. Uh, so you like as an adult, this is maybe early twenties, maybe. So you got to ride home. Yeah. 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 I've been. Uh, I don't. It's, I don't. I don't. I don't want to be in a police car. No. We don't want to be in a police car. No, no. I was, I was in a, I was in the police trunk one time, not really as me, but to, for for silliness. But and this ties nicely into the Gojo uh, bike ride, which starts very soon. Yeah. Um, the police escorts into these towns when I arrive very uncomfortable for me. Yeah, that's not be- your thing. The towns love to help me out. They got the fireworks. They got the police escorts, but it's too much drama. Oh, so even seeing the police car so what escort would you, me in the town. What would you like them to come in with? Yeah, but see, they're only doing they're that. They're only doing that yeah. to, so, to, to, for traffic. Yeah, it's, I'm, just, I'm trying to be. I'm yeah. purging. It's like confession yeah. for me here. Wow, I just don't like that. Uh, but hey, you're right. It's it's uh, it's safety and it's uh, it's nice support for the community. So do they use the sirens? 
Woo, woo, or would you just like the lights? Sirens, maybe? lights, they maybe. do it all. What and if, here's the point of me just telling you that. That blue-red light combination stresses me out. Really? The color combination or the light combination? I light get the in- adrenaline. Yeah. I get the stress release. You're sweating through your, you're wicking through your spandex? We've all been pulled over for speeding or something. Yeah. What? And you see those lights and you I get that panic. feeling. I still get that feeling throughout my bloodstream. It's like the fight or flight thing I fill up with. So please don't ever provide me with the red and blue color ever for the That's rest interesting. Of and a flashing light or a Now I know what to put in your yard sometime. Red, blue, flashing lights. Yeah. Makes him nervous. Well, wow. it's, good, it's good we brought it back to the bike ride. So good yeah. luck. Yeah, good luck, Hobbs. Bike rides. And Mike, your voice is amazing. You're a good guy for coming in. We appreciate that. Oh, thank and, you for having um, me. Hopefully, we'll do it again with you. Life is yeah, good. This was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And if you and have any luck. questions, you got to finish it. Here's the end to the whole thing. You have to tell everyone what to do. Send your questions <laughs> to brownbag at wnep.com. That's brownbag at wnep.com. And we'll answer them in future. Future episodes. Dun, dun, dun. So long, everyone. See ya. Have a great day. Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity.